1: Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Enronomic. Berto is your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. As usual, Bridge MCP, welcome aboard. Paul Fleming out of Atlanta, welcome aboard. Bridge MCP out of, New, uh, I think, New York, welcome aboard. Julie Van Osdall out of Minnesota, Lakeville, Minnesota. Welcome aboard to all my peeps. We are going to have a great show for you today. Of course, we have one of my uh, good friends, an environmentalist out of Austin, Texas, that is busting his butt to get things done out there to make sure we protect, do what we do best. What's best for everybody, not just for a distinct few. So, folks, let's get busy with starting to have a good program for you today. Because that is what, again, that is what we do. Anyway, folks, let's go ahead and get started. Look. Um, today, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Jessica Taylor, good afternoon, how are you doing? Egberto, new specs, oh, you like, you, you like the new color? I'm not sure if I like the color, I don't know how it goes with the screen and all of that, but this is the new, uh, this is our purple version of the, the, the t-shirts that we have here, so yeah, I got, I guess I have a new one on. Anyhow, folks, check this out, check this out. I want you to see, um, well, let's go ahead and get the program started first, and then we'll go ahead and get busy. If I can actually get to the page, we can actually get started. Oh, you mean the glasses. Ah, You know, I wear glasses, you know, but I kind of take it off a lot of times because of, you know, that shiny thing that comes on with the lighting. I have to do something with the lighting to fix that. But we'll see. Eventually, I'll probably take it off when I start reading. Anyhow, anyhow. Here we go. Title of the show today is Biden clarifies CDC scientists. Of course, bridge MCPC. Yes, he did that. But everybody's going to see on TV that he stumbled. Not, don't. I, I've, I've got to come back for that. Environmentalist Danny Fetonte, good friend of mine, calls out a Texas coal ash fiasco. So. Joe Biden ex- excels at CDC environmental list. Danny Fadante tackles coal-burning plants. And most Americans want insurrectionists taken care of. Uh, from this article, I want to want to point out an article here. Because you know a lot of people just think we are going to allow this stuff to go. And of course, I don't have the article on the screen. Let me see if I can go to exactly where I got the article. Because apparently I broke the link. You know, this is this is what's live. I, I was I just got ready right about the time that I needed to come on here because I was processing El Senor Fetante's uh, video. But let's see if I can find that. Uh, it's about the insurrectionist most poll. There we go. That's that's the article I wanted to reference. The article says poll, large majority see prosecution of insurrection rioters as very important. Pew surveys show Both Democrats and Republicans see prosecution as at least somewhat important. And why is it important? We have to make sure that anybody who thinks they have the gall to attack our government again know that likely they're going to spend a very, very long time in jail. They're going to be penalized. They're going to be prosecuted. We're going to make an example out of them. Absolutely so. We are going to make sure that their life is never the same again. If you attempt to overthrow the government of the United States, you better succeed, because otherwise you're going to pay. And uh, I, I want to remind people, however, welcome aboard, Curtis Jacobs, Hermano mio. Uh, CDC is going to take care of its business. Yes, it is. Tom C from New York, welcome. Or not, Tom. Tom C from Michigan, welcome aboard. Egberto, uh, let's say it includes all government attacks too, and agree. Of, of course, of course, you shouldn't attack the government. Now, don't, don't mistake protest with an insurrection. Those guys went with bombs, those guys, they their pipe bombs, they went with spray, to, to, I mean, it was a real insurrection. Don't let anybody try to change it. Why is it that people are trying so hard to change it? I'm going to explain why. This is the reason. I spoke to you guys about it yesterday. The reason why you see a lot of the Republican politicians attempting to whitewash the insurrection is because they understand that come 2022, they have lost all of their real talking points. They have lost the patriotic talking point. They have lost the social justice talking point. They have lost the criminal justice talking point, and they've lost the uh, we stand for justice, we stand for law and order talking point. If the insurrection remains the insurrection effected by those who supported Donald Trump, they've lost those narratives that we ought to pick up and put in ads, not only about the insurrection, but about them not voting a Penny for every single american or for 85% of americans they denied access to a stimulus a necessary stimulus to millions of americans they said no they also said no to remove kids out of poverty they also said no to feed the starving they also said no to allow your police officers to remain employed to keep you protected. They also said no to your fire department who need the funds given that the, that the tax base for many areas would have been lowered. They said no to all of that, not because they understood it wasn't needed. They would say because a recovery was coming. no. They would give you many reasons why they believe that they shouldn't do these things. But you ought to know your talking points well. Let everyone know that had it not been for Democrats controlling the Senate... You would have had less police officers. You would have had less fire depart- uh, firemen. You would have had less food for the starving people in your, in your states. You would have had less money circulating in your state. Mitch McConnell's state has 4.4 million people. Of those 4.4 million people, four million will receive funds from this bill. I repeat, a state with 4.4 million people, Mitch McConnell's Kentucky, 4 million people will get physical payments and support from the American Rescue Plan. And he said no. He's not running in 2022. But it's important that everybody here tell their Republican brothers and sisters... Absent having a Democratic Senate, a Democratic President, and a Democratic House, you would not have had the recovery we are about to engage on. These are not uh, questions. You don't have to argue about these issues when you're talking to your relatives. You don't need to get into a discussion. You just need to say, show them the votes. This is a bill this is what the bill does. You have the money in your, in your, in your um, checking account. You also see your friends who were on food stamps that lost it continue to get it. You also see your relatives in Appalachia now get support for their addictions, now get support for their kids who are living in the trailer parks. My, sis, my daughter went through these areas and she couldn't believe what she saw in the Appalachian areas of Ohio, West Virginia, and these other places. Good people just misled by a destructive right-wing media that as I've shown you several times, their sole method of fame is lying to people who have put their trust in them. And what you have to do, brothers and sisters that are listening to me, other than sharing this and moving this along, is letting your folks understand that they've been lied to, but you don't have to get into a fight about it. Just let them know. These are the votes of the Republicans. These are the votes of the Democrats. And this is what you have in your checking account. This is what your kids have. A meal they didn't have before. That is all we got to do. And the next thing, there, I want you to make add one other thing to the narrative. I want you to remember to tell your right-wing brothers and sisters, your Republican brothers and sisters, that when they go into that voting boot, they don't have to tell anybody who they voted for. They don't. Just tell them, vote their pocketbook. Vote the interest of their family. Vote these issues. And if you want to come out of that thing and said I voted a straight Republican ticket, feel free to do so. Feel free to do so. In other words, what I'm telling folks is this. It is time for us to be smart voters. You know, actually politicians lie to you all the time. Republicans come into your community and say, I am going to save your job. I'm going to do this. As they go make a deal with the corporations and cause you your job. And Get your your jobs over, uh, uh, offshore. You know, so let let's get smart people. Let's get very very smart and and give your your people the option. But anyhow, uh, President Obama, not President President Biden, went out to the CDC today, and I thought he had a pretty darn good performance. And you know, a lot of people like to uh, you know, there's all these there are all these memes going around the internet. That says, oh, the president is losing it, the president has dementia, the president is whatever. Look, what we have is a president that is fairly old, like Ronald Reagan was old. We also have a president, well, let us let me go ahead and play this, and then we'll take it on the other side. So today something interesting happened, but before, let me give some context. All over Twitter with uh, Candace Owen and a lot of the right-wing hacks, they like to talk about Uh, Biden having dementia or Biden being whatever, you know. But, you know, there is a little snippet that occurred at the CDC today that proves the guy's mind is working just fine. Let me be honest. In the primary, I wanted a younger person. I was being ageist because I know the stress of the job and also some of the hangups I thought that Biden would have brought with his age when it comes to social things, ideology, et cetera. So I I must cop to, at some time, being sort of ageist but respectful. What they're doing on the right to make it seem like this guy is not collective intellectually, something that none of us who uh, criticized him on the left ever said, Uh, I think he kinda proved that he's alert on this one. Now check this out and then we'll take it on the other side
0: this particular variant um, is resistant against one of our monoclonals one of our drugs that we're using for uh, for therapeutics to treat so right now we're discussing within the US government big US government around make it clear it's the therapeutics, not the vaccine correct Because these guys are picking that up yeah that's right so it's a drug it's a drug it's a drug that's used you know, early, but yep. even before you go into a hospital, one of these drugs that kind of prevent hospitalization or might prevent death. Please understand, I wasn't correcting you. I just know from experience yes. that-
2: No, thank you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, no, thank you very much.
1: Man, it shows the president was working on two angles, understanding that you have to pretty much um, make things clear for that press that is looking for anything to catch you on. And secondly, to be aware that uh, to clarify exactly what the guy is saying, knowing that many times the press gets it wrong when, not, uh, when interpreting some of these science issues. So those of you who think the man has dementia, those of you who think the man is not alert or is aloof or whatever, I think he proved an important point there. Um, look, some folks are going to jump to other issues. The guy, I think, has done very well thus far, proven himself we may have some disagreements on the filibuster, etc. We just have to fight that through and make him do what we as progressives need him to do for the entire country. All right, Eric says, How do you know he doesn't have issues? Are you his doctor? How do you know he has issues? Are you his doctor? I mean, all the right wing have been using, um, they've been creating memes, they've been taking big shots or whatever Today, He's going up the stairs and he fell. And you know, when he fell, you could see that he panicked because he didn't fall. You know, he, he missed the step. Something we all do. He missed the step. And he sort of went down. And instead of saying, Oops, I went down and get up slowly and walked up. He wanted to show stamina. You see, because the guy knows he's an older guy. He knows everybody is watching him. And so he, he's, he gets shocked as he, if, I, I went ahead and looked at, I blew it up where he fell. He, he missed the step, he went down, he's about to get up, and he's so in a hurry to keep on his stride, he missed it twice again. I thought it was funny, right? Because all of us do that. But when it's him that does it, some people are going to say, you see, you see, the funny thing about it is, all I have to remember, remind folks, uh, most of the younger folks in their 30s won't know this, but remember Gerald Ford. Gerald Ford was one of our biggest presidential cluts there were. And I don't think anybody would think Gerald Ford, you know, whatever. So, uh, anyhow, I was happy to see that um, the way that our president reacted at the CDC because it didn't only show that he was listening to what was occurring. It also showed that he was debriefed. Uh, he was not debriefed, that he was briefed. Because what happens is normally you go to these places because somebody like Trump never read anything. So when this guy's talking, Trump is just going to say, mm mm-hmm. And if he wants to say something, he'll just make something up. He'll make something out of the – pull it out of this you-know-where, you know? But anyhow, it is, it is funny. Yeah, Eric, he'll make it on Saturday Night Live, and I'll watch it, and I'll laugh because I think it was kind of funny too. But this is a guy on a bike. He's in good shape. He is slim. He's not obese like, let's say, uh, President Trump was. And so, look, let, let's get some context here. What the guy did show his intelligence. The guy made his hundred day. He said within a hundred days we'll have a hundred arms in vaccinated. He did it in fifty-two days. Uh, we have a lot of things under control that Donald Trump simply was not competent enough to do. So, kudos to the president who was not my first. Uh, choice. Bernie Sanders, of course, was my first choice. I think we need a very progressive president, but so far, so far, we are getting a very good job out of of, of El Senor Biden, and I want to thank Biden very much for that bill, because a lot of people are being helped. Welcome to, the, to our posse, Petty Wagner. Welcome to our posse. Uh, hey, Bridge, you have to give her a welcome party, Bridge. <laughs> no, we, we love, we, I, I tell you what, we, we very much love our posse because you guys are the ones who allow this program to survive. Uh, look, I couldn't do this. I want to tell you this straight up, folks. I couldn't do this without our posse. I couldn't do this without all the people that are providing us the support that you provide because if it weren't for you something else would have to get done. So what I want to do real quick is you know I you, you know me. I like I, I like to salute as as quickly as possible those people who uh, made it into the posse, right? So what I'm going to do is put it on the screen. There we go. Patty Wagner, welcome to our posse and you're your bar is on the screen right now. Thank you for being a supporter of independent media. We simply could not do it without you. And if anybody else wants to join Patty Wagner, please go ahead and click that join button on your YouTube channel. If you if you're on YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube, you can click that button on the YouTube channel that says join. If you're on Facebook Live or elsewhere, you can go to politicsdoneright.com. Slash YouTube politicsdoneright com slash YouTube and just like I put our good friend Patty Wagner's card on the screen, I'll put yours on the screen as well. Thank you very much, Patty Wagner. By the way, since I am do- since I put Patty on the screen already, I need to play uh, the the interview I did with Fatanti, great environmentalist. But let me go ahead and do our beg first and ask you, hey, listen, my friends, click on the join button if. You like what you see if you're gonna help us put the progressive message out there, or you can go to politicsandright.com slash YouTube. Alternatively, you can become a patron of ours. How do you become a patron? Click politicsdunright.com slash patron. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Politicsandright.com slash patron, or you can go to politicsandright.com slash PayPal. That is how you support us via PayPal. We love PayPal as well or you can go ahead and get our book. My book is called It's Worth It How to Talk to Your Right Wing Relatives, Friends and Neighbors. I just placed that link to the the Amazon there, but if you want to get a bumper sticker and a bumper sticker and my signature in the book and any book that I sell, which you know I actually have uh, several books out and I'm working on my fourth fifth book right now, fourth book. Uh, Politicsandright.com store You get all things like our t-shirts All different colors etc Everything that we have Uh, By the way if you're on YouTube you can also get it on YouTube Anyhow so thank you so Oh I forgot the mug Thank you for reminding me about the mug Uh, Let's put the mug on the screen There is the mug designed by Bridge MCP who just wrote that message Join our PDR posse and buy our mug She's absolutely right Thank you What, What would we do without our great old Bridge MCP and let me put the link to the mug there, Bridge. Thank you for reminding me. I I couldn't have done this without you. Here is the link to the mug. There is the link to the mug at Bridge MCP. There is the link to the mug. And you can see the mug on the screen. You can see Linda E. on the screen who got the mug. We have Roberto Lewis who bought the mug as well. We also have Norman Reynolds who bought the mug and several others. So let's put one more time. Patty Wagner, thank you so kindly. All right, let's get busy. Let's go ahead and get El Señor... Fetonte, I was going to say. <laughs> Anytime I got the name, I have to stop a little bit because, you know, it's Spanish. I I, I speak Spanish and I use it that way. No purple T-shirt at the store yet? Uh, actually, the, the purple T-shirt... Maybe at the store at uh, on the YouTube channel and not the one, not my store. I got to look into that. I didn't realize there wasn't a purple at my store. Okay, but at the YouTube store, there is a purple t-shirt. Okay, let's go ahead and talk to Danny Fetante. This is a great guy. Listen to it because this doesn't only apply here in Texas. This applied throughout the country. Think about everything that you hear Danny says about this Power plant. This coal-burning power plant. Every single thing he says about it applies in your state. Apply in applies in your county. So please listen attentively and join the fold. Welcome to one more edition of Politics Done Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host today. I have a very special guest. Somebody that goes back a long time with with me. Actually, he brought me into several of his own domains. Uh, we are here with Danny Fatante, who is a chair of the Fayette 350 Committee and Environmental Group. They are in the process of pressing Austin and other areas to put a coal power plant on ice because it is, put it bluntly, killing people. Anyhow, welcome to Politics Done Right, Danny. How are you doing today?
0: Very good. Uh, Egberto, and um, thank you for having me. Um, to start off, the Fayette Coal power plant, um, it's uh, located in Lagrange, Texas. It's jointly owned by the Lower Colorado River Authority and the city of Austin. And it produces something called coal ash, which is when you burn coal uh, to move the generators. Uh, It produces coal ash every single day, and that coal ash is made up of toxins, uh, mercury, lead, arsenic, and uh, chromium. The way they dispose of that chromium is they have been digging 48-foot deep pits and piling it in there. Uh, It used to be 44-foot pits, but they got a permit to go down to 48. They thinly lined it with clay, which um, either uh, contracts or expands depending on the level of moisture in the ground, and then cracks develop, and the poisons leach down into the water table. So what is going on uh, in the, the groundwater, which people are drinking, is they're taking in this toxins. So LaGrange has a block where every single house has somebody with cancer on it. Um, the lead that is being absorbed uh, by people is absorbed four times faster by kids than by adults. And it's, lead is particularly dangerous to kids because it uh, uh, retards the development of kids both physically and mentally and so it's holding holding people back and it's very hard to detect um so when a kid when you're looking for lead poisoning um none of the poison shows up in the bloodstream where you take the blood for the first four years it has to build up a certain level of toxicity but the whole period that you're during that four years it's doing damage to your body um so the problem that we have is the lcra board is all appointed by uh, governor abbott um it used to be when we started the work some of them were appointed by governor perry um and they have um we've been acting actively working on this for about five years, testified at LCRA boards, testified at Austin city council meetings and committees. And um, it's not taken seriously by any of them. They look at it as a cost of doing business, that you do business. Um, the people who handle the coal ash at the plant do uh, are not given protective gear. Uh, so there's, uh, what they found is just even handling this stuff in North Carolina and Tennessee, the, the environmental movement is advocating that people wear um, hazmat uniforms, which are uniforms that protect the people. None of that's going on here at this Fayette plant
1: now these, um, these these this ash a lot of people don't realize ash has a whole lot of stuff heavy metals in there it has mercury it right. has quite a few others in there that actually can get into your body and right. uh, mercury for one is a neural I, I think uh, affects your nerves and some other uh, other parts so i mean this is really serious stuff
0: it's it's extremely serious and when we've tried to deal with people uh there's a lack of urgency on most people's part, a total lack of urgency. Uh, we've gone around the block with Austin Energy on, this, um, on these questions and they've come up with one excuse after another. They came up with an excuse that the water table was being monitored by um, the Environmental Integrity Project. Well, If you go and check on the Environmental Integrity Project, you find that uh, they are monitoring it and they're finding that there's all this toxic material in the water. They leave that out in their written response. They say they're being monitored, but they don't say what the monitors are finding. Um, What we found was in every county in Texas, there's a division of the health department that has a group that goes out and tests for lead because it's so
2: Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Whether you're a market seller, I'll
0: take two tomatoes and a cucumber.
2: Poodle pamperer,
0: <laughs>
2: piano tuner, or plumber. plumber. Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Touch-free QR code payments. Shop safe with PayPal.
0: Dangerous. Uh, once a year in every county, they test the water. And um, about three or four years ago, uh, we don't know this for a fact, but we're assuming it was Abbott, something came down that said, that the nine LCRA counties would no longer be tested by the state health department for lead, that LCRA would do that themselves. It's sort of like Boeing inspecting their own planes. Right. Um, and uh, one of the they were the workers that were told not to do any testing in these counties, which Fayette County and Colorado County and Bastrop County were included. Um, they asked the higher-ups, why can't we do the test? They said, well, there's a lot of sensitivity going on. And if people find any lead in their water, they get very upset. That's so what should.
1: Gonna,
0: we're not going to test for lead anymore. And their solution was just not to test for lead. Does that sound familiar? Yes.
1: yes. Does that sound familiar with our, our current uh, epidemic or pandemic? Yeah, if... If you don't like the epidemic, just don't test for it. Yeah, it, it is ridiculous. Now look, uh, let' let's get serious here. The way that I read the, the website and the way they are disposing of this ash is they put a layer of clay, then they put uh, the ash on. My question to you, if, if I remember my physics class my physics and materials class correctly, right, I don't think that uh, clay, is gonna filter mercury molecules from getting into the water table. And if I understand the maps that I see correctly, it seems to me like we could get seepage into the Austin aquifer, which is the Edwards aquifer, and several of these other aquifers in the vicinity. And given that there is some connectivity with all these different aquifers, eventually this one plant can throw a whole lot of crap in a whole lot of areas within this aquifer as that stuff migrates, am I correct?
2: Uh,
0: mostly you are. Um, the Austin aquifer is separated between the, the, the Fayette by two different- um, Hill ranges? Layered. Yeah, ranges of rock. Now right. the only thing that is going on though is there's been so much fracking where there's drills down into these these rock formations there's cracks developing and what uh, we don't have proof of it what we suspect is that water is migrating from one water table to the other Uh, but at this point the city of austin which owns uh, part of the plant is relatively protected austin is has many different economies, but it's generally much better off economically than the counties that are directly affected, like uh, Fayette County, Colorado County, Caldwell County. Um, Also, also the Austin County is, uh, Travis County, where Austin is, is much wider than the other counties. Right. So, there doesn't seem to be a, an urgency if people more people who work for a living get the poison as long as austin is protected it, it's um, interesting
1: that, uh danny because what it also says is uh when when we talk about monitoring these different um uh, aquifers etc uh what we're also not saying is If we're monitoring and we found it has lead or mercury or whatever, by then it's too late. It's in the aquifer.
0: That's exactly right.
1: The reality should be there should be experimentations going on to see if our level of mitigation prevents flow of mercury in there. And I think what they're going to find is no, it doesn't do that. And therefore, we have to find, if we're going to keep burning that coal, we have to find some way of not having all those uh, heavy metals leaching themselves into the table, right?
0: Right. The, The Obama administration, the Environmental Protection Agency under Obama, was so concerned they were citing this plant again and again for the bad disposals of the coal ash. And they started fining them. Um, the, the heaviest fines were done about four or five months before Trump took office. When Trump took office, he negated all the fines and wiped out all the citations. Um, so if you go in and I did an open request, open records request to LCRA asking for all copies of all the citations, they said, we don't have any. They don't, there because is not theres gone. They're they're gone. And in all the government records, they're just gone. And um, uh, we're trying to meet with uh, right now with Congress folks to ask them to put pressure on EPA to go back into this plant. But at this point, it's not on the horizon because there's no record of all of the violations that they've had.
1: Well, Danny, there's no, there are no, rec- there are no open records. Should there be a database of everything that was thrown out as well? Or are you trying to tell me they killed it all? Uh,
0: we can't find it. Um, okay. Now it might be that our that our technological skills are not that great, but we haven't been able to find it. Um, the the Trump administration not only got rid of all of them in the last. Uh, three or four months of his administration he also put together a procedure which allows Texas to handle all their environmental issues themselves so the the Biden administration has to change that before they can even try to regulate the environment here so it um the the, the, the whole problem of dealing with it by just getting the so-called officials to start to deal with it is very, very difficult. What we've done is we're doing what's called a email storm towards the city council. We've met with um, four of the city council people directly, uh, individually, um, and we've met with the staff of three others. To try to go through this and asking them to start taking serious issues what we've been faced with um, with actually a couple of exceptions is um, they've quoted us things from austin energy's lawyers that say that there's legal restrictions on how austin can play evidently the the legal department of austin energy which handles all of their energy questions, um, signed all these agreements with LCRA, which gives LCRA total executive power to make all decisions. So they're saying it's not in our hands, even though we own 50% of all of the property where the coal ash ash is stored and 30% ownership of the turbines. They say we don't have any say on it, which in the last couple of meetings with city council individuals, we said, this is not gonna be handled through a lawsuit. This has to be handled politically where um, the city council members who know what's right and know what's wrong, stand up and and raise it. This has, we have to cause a political stink that says that kids in central Texas should not be being poisoned so that we can be comfortable
1: now many times what what they take advantage of is that the naivete of the people in a particular area now uh, do these people uh, are you uh, your organization engaging those people to let them know well the reason this entire street every home has cancer in this home is likely because of this do you guys have an information campaign going through these areas so that these people know that the causality of what's going on with them at all
0: We uh, Yes and no. Mm -hmm. We met with people in that community who are very reluctant to trust Austin environmentalists. Right. And the reason is 5,000 of them got involved about six years ago with another environmental group and they did all sorts of stuff. And then the environmental group signed a agreement with, the city of Austin officials, and basically walked away from the campaign without ever consulting with the people in Fayette County, without ever demanding cleanup of the coal ash. They got a commitment that at some point people would try to uh, close uh, the two halves of the turbines. But nothing on the cleanup, and it was there was very active people in that community, who were standing up. There were small business people who have drilling operations for water. There was small business people who had um, pecan tree uh, forests. There was ranchers. All sorts of people got involved in this Um, a number of years back. A bunch of the people from Fayette County, who couldn't their Uh, one gentleman used to sell their uh, pecans for $400,000 a year. And after all of this, the seepage got involved, he didn't have, he couldn't produce any pecans. So they went and bought pecans at the HEB and then made pecan pies and delivered them to the city of Austin to tell them what was going on. So there is some tension. We have uh, good contacts with a number of people uh, in Fayette County. The plant has ex- the plant management has exerted a tremendous amount of pressure on the local government officials, saying that this is the, the it is the largest employer in Fayette County. It's a, as how many
1: people does it employ? One
0: hundred and sixty five. Okay. And um, and in Fayette County, that's a lot. Um, and so they, they've, they've tried to say that the Austin environmentalists are um, trying to jeopardize people's jobs. So our three-part program that we're doing is one, the first thing is to begin the cleanup and stop more poison. So take all of the coal ash, put it into coal bins, whether it's the coal ash that is produced each day, or the coal ash that is buried. Um, that process if anything will create more jobs, the cleanup. Right. Um, the second thing is to begin the process of uh, developing a solar park, solar farm. There's 6,000 acres there and you could be able to uh, develop solar power and gradually increase the solar and decrease the amount of carbon right um uh, electricity it's sold for the f- same amount of uh money right The solar. the the plant generates 30 million dollars a year for the city of austin which is we've run into as one of the factors of them being uncomfortable and dealing with it because the city of austin's budget is about a little bit over a billion dollars we, ha- we d- have developed uh, a committee in Bastrop County, which is a county next to it, who um, did not was not involved with getting betrayed by another organization. Uh, and we have contacts in about five of the LCRA counties, which we've been doing some work on. The problem that they're facing is if the city of Austin, which makes up the majority of the people in LCRA, is not raising any cane, then it's hard for us to excite local politicians in these smaller counties that they think they can do some stuff. So we're really putting pressure on the city council. All of the people who work there that are displaced are given jobs in either the city of Austin or other LCRA facilities. So there is... There is electricians and all sorts of skilled workers that could move in over a period of time into the good paying jobs in those two uh, facilities.
1: As I just, uh, as you just explained, Danny, you uh, not only are you guys wanting to solve that issue with the mercury seeping into the water, the lead seeping into the water, but you've also given a practical solution that people are not just out of jobs or something happened. It's just right. people have to have the will to do it. Um, it seems to me like um, this is an issue with with the, with the hundreds of power coal power plants that we have around the country, with the ash that's left at these plants throughout the country, it seems like there's a hell of a big job to get done to make sure that all the, because we're leaving coal, that's, that's a certainty, we're leaving coal. But the, what we leave behind, abandoned generators, abandoned coal, ash, all those things present a problem, a huge environmental problem. And unless we have environmentalists like yourself working on that, keeping the pressure on, given that you and I know that most of this, these ash plants, et cetera, or ash bins or whatever, are in areas of poor areas, etc., we are relegating all those people to illness, sickness, uh, poverty, m- uh, loss of mental capacity, and all those issues absent the kind of work that you're doing. So I mean, the work that you're doing is very important as we've always known, Danny. Uh, To close this, I want you to uh, tell me something that I should have asked you that I didn't, that you want our audience to know. Um, Well,
0: something on the last thing that you just said, there is some serious work being done by one of the University of North Carolina on dealing with the cleanup. And what they've developed is a way to take coal ash and put it in cement in a certain way where it stays.
1: Okay. Um,
0: and trying to find other ways to use it. But the amount of uh, coal ash in across the country is extremely high. The deposits of it are all over the place in Tennessee in North Carolina, in West Virginia, um, where people de- depended on coal. The other thing is, that solar is cheaper to produce electricity with solar than coal. So there's a humanitarian factor and that really should be the primary thing. Uh, But there's also economic factors working against these coal plants. But it is, um, I think that one of the things that has bothered us a lot is the city council in Austin has declared a climate emergency and then did nothing on this did absolutely nothing and they so they made speeches that they were for the environment and supporting the the working around climate change and then it's sort of like a proposal or a proposition is gonna solve a kid who's been drinking lead laced water and it uh that the the environmental community in austin really has to step up and push against the city of austin and the city of austin there's a couple of city council uh members there who have actually started to try to figure out a way to work with us on this
1: now, Danny, this is, a, this is not only an Austin problem. This is a problem that can be replicated hundreds of times throughout the entire country. So yes. first of all, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for working with 350, which means you have national reach, uh, which is very important in this case. So um, again, uh, Danny Fetante, what I call much more than an environmentalist, former union guy and everything else. Thank you so kindly for having been on Politics Done Right. Thank you, Egberto. I love that guy. Let me tell you something, man. He has, uh, he, you know, there are a lot of people that speak environmental language. He actually acts out his environmental language and he goes ahead and he continues to push and push and push. Some people may think he's brat.
2: Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay.
1: I said, I want him on my side, damn it. I want him on my side. Anyhow, folks, we're going to have a continue with the show. Let me go ahead and call out my great people out there right now. Let's get to the top of the screen. Julie Van Asdel, welcome aboard. Hi, Bridge, MCP, all. Beautiful day in Lakeville, Minnesota. Paul Fleming from ATL checked in early today. Paul, love you, brother. Bridge MCP, Biden might have called out scientists, but his fall will be the news. I bet it's not necessarily, they may touch on it a bit, but I think they're going to have to be careful with ageism and how it looks. Bridge MCP, or rather, Bridge MCP, or rather, Eric Hayes says, Hi all, see how the bond issue locally are checking out. I want to touch on the bond issue a bit, um, because, you know, I mean, we go back and forth, back and forth with the bond issue, right? I am for bond, no bond. In other words, nobody should have to pay bond to stay or stay out of jail. Because it makes it, if I can afford it, I can commit a heinous crime and still get out on bond. I think bond is something that should be determined by a judge, and all bonds should be, I think, recognizant bonds. In my humble opinion, all bonds should be recognizance bond. If somebody is proven to be a seems to be violent. And they'll hurt somebody, I say err on the side of protecting the community, whether they're rich or poor. As we have right now, a rich person, no matter what, can get out of jail. A poor person cannot, but hell, a powerful drug dealer is also rich, and he can get out as well. So let's just take, if we, if we take away the ideology of criminal justice and all of that kind of false ideology out of it and really talk about, or rather law and order, and really talk about criminal justice, we wouldn't have a problem, my brother Eric Hayes. Jessica Taylor, welcome aboard. Thank you for being here. Uh, Eric Hayes, CDC is always being clarified due to changing the expectation all the times. That's not a fair statement. That's a statement that says, I don't understand how science come up to information. So what I'm saying, I, I hope that you get here, Eric, because, by the way, I have a lot of respect for you for being here every day. Thank you. I appreciate that. I love to have, you know, we, I don't like to only talk to the choir of progressives. So I really appreciate your presence here, Eric Hayes, among all my other uh, conservatives that come and stay with the show. I try to be respectful to you, expect the same out of you. Now, tell, that said, it is important that I tell you what the right wing does on Fox News or whatever is when Fauci makes a change to something that he said before, they, they create a statement like you said there. The CDC is always being clarified due to changing the expectation all the time. No. They clarify when the, the data that comes in tell us something new. We should never fear when we have new data that comes in that says, well, maybe the early data was noise or was a bit too noisy. Noisy data means we don't have enough of a sample to determine An accuracy To have a good accuracy in the data Tom C Greetings from Michigan Tom C uh, And Bridges from New York Of course Curtis Mi hermano When uh, is the DCC going to take your business The DCC is now under solid management Not political management But management under science So all of us should feel safe now That the CDC is out there now To help us all To give us all uh, stuff uh, not stuff, to give us all direction. Jessica Taylor says, big difference. The Capitol Police offers officers' interview yesterday on CNN spoke to the contrast between insurrection versus protest. Very big difference. What we had in Washington, D.C. was a violent, inhumane, animalistic insurrection. When we had protests, 99% of the Black Lives Matter protests was peaceful. Now, a lot of people like to bring up Portland. I had people in Portland report for me. Uh, specifically, uh, uh, who's my buddy? Uh, he was out there. God, I can't remember uh, my buddy's name. That's a darn shame. Getting old. And I'm not Biden, and I'm forgetting. I'm a lot younger than Biden, and I can't remember my friend's name. Bobby Rodrigo was out there doing some reporting for us. Anyway, uh, so it's it's completely different. Eric Hayes says, police can't keep you protected If you let criminals out, again, stop the right-wing point. Stay here. Stay with us. Stay with us. Linda E., welcome aboard. Thank you for being here. Let's see who else is here. Uh, Para ver quien más está aquí. Uh, I'm coming in, coming in, coming in, coming in. Patty. Thank you, Patty, for being our new Posse member. Folks, just go to politicsonright.com slash YouTube or click on the Join button so that you can join it as well. The purple T-shirt. Hey, by the way, Bridge do you like the purple T-shirt or not? I'm curious. Okay, still scrolling down, still scrolling down, trying to find new people, trying to find new people. And I'm scrolling. Mar- Michael Rodnan. I think I got you already, but in case I didn't, I just called you out. Uh, Michael says, I often say that regulations Are primarily about preventing corporations From gouging their clients And heavily polluting the environment This is a case in point Perfecto mundo, you got it on the nail Feliz, lucky, welcome aboard I don't think I've seen you here before But if you have, sorry Okay, uh, continuing down uh, We have, uh, let's see Linda E says, hydro is clean But not perfect We voted to take out the deals uh, well, yeah, it's, you know, hydro is great except for you know when it stops fish from spawning. Now they have ways that they can allow the fish to still spawn, go up the river with these ladders that come down, bring a constant flow, and and the, the 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 fish knows how to go up the ladder. So you know, we 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 try to live in symbiotic relationship with the environment. But I like I personally like dams in Panama. That's where we get a lot of electricity. We have three major dams and four major dams in Panama. Uh, the one on the two on the Chagres River, the Bayano, and I don't remember the, the name of the other one. Carl Cox, Corruption Plain and Simple. Yes, money bribes corruption control America. Yeah, and, you know, we like to put down other countries. Charlie Lindahl, just listening so far from Houston. Charlie, how you doing? Charlie is a, is a wonderful environmentalist. He's a wonderful guy who continues to get people involved. I mean involved in technology. Thank you for all the work that you do, Charlie. Uh, let's see, Errol Rain. I actually didn't understand that statement. What do you mean by changing from criminal justice? I, I made, I said it wrong. Thank you for, uh, thank you for, you know, slapping me back on that one, Earl. I wanted to say to stop talking about law and order, and start talking about criminal justice. When you talk about criminal justice, you talk about executing the law in a just manner when you just talk about law and order you know it, it is it is what republicans are generally republican leadership are very good at and that is just putting people away without looking at socioeconomic conditions without looking at the genesis of the problem that sort of thing is what i what i meant when i was talking about oh criminal justice i shouldn't have said criminal justice in that context i should have said from law, moving from law and order to criminal justice there's a very distinct difference. Julie Van Ostel, welcome aboard. Just listening as well. I really wish I could send pics of the two fab dishes I put together during the stream. Ruben Sliders for dinner, and you could have just emailed it to me or sent, you know, send it into, on the page. Upload it to the page. I'll put it on the screen. If, in fact, if you do it, just let me know you did it and I'll go find it. At, well, it's too late right now, but let's do it on Monday, my dear beautiful ladies. All right, Julie, uh, let's see. Bridge MCP says, uh, let's see what else is here. I, I messed up on that one. Purple Rocks, Thank you, brother. I'm glad. I, this is the first time I think I'm wearing a purple one on the show. Uh, let's see who else is here. Eric, Michael said, so Eric, hey, let get rid of the bond. <laughs> you know, look, Eric is one of us now, Michael. Eric is a part of the family. Eric is, and you know, he's not even the prodigal son. We we'll leave that to Lee, Lee, uh, Lee Grant. Lee Grant is our prodigal son. Love Lee Grant. Okay, AVQ. Uh, let's see what else is here. Linda E. Algae blooms too. Actually, algae. Is, is, is a great thing for creating oil and that oil can be burned like regular petroleum but it is considered green because it's recyclable right You grow the algae the algae pull the carbon out of the air you burn the the, the oil that's created from the algae it throws the carbon back into the air and then you pull it back out again with the algae. That's a cycle. That is sustainable When you burn fossil fuel You're burning all the absorbed carbon From millions of years ago And you're throwing it back into the air And it takes millions of years Again to create that cycle Hi, Coop 333 just dropped in And found you live Thank you for being here Hi, Coop 33 or 333 Okay British MCB thank you It's been 60 and hopefully one step closer To getting vaccinated Thank you I got my two of them but I had an issue uh, Earl Rain says, not a slap back I really didn't understand, thanks for explaining Hey man, that's what we're here for, brother If I, and and, and by the way When I call it slap back I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to really beat up on myself But if I'm not making something clear uh, I, I, I love what you did You're like, hey, what the hell were you talking about, man Because that is how we get stuff going That is how we get things done Thank you, brother Uh, Let's see, Bridge MCP says, good for you, Julie Van Osdell, the big 6-0. Michael Rodden says, Egberto, I'd appreciate if you'd actually read out that comment. Get rid of bond bail. There should be only three criteria for whether a suspect is held before trial. They're a flight risk. They're a threat to the community. They're involved in ongoing criminal enterprise. They're in. I read your comment, Michael Rodden, my brother, and I think it's... Those three statements are very important. You're absolutely right about that. Uh, let's see who else is here. Linda E., I get my second Moderna shot next Wednesday. Congratulaciones. And <laughs> Eric tells me, come on, man. Eric. Eric. We got to get some coffee, brother. I got to get out of here. Folks, please remember uh, that book on the screen, It's Worth It, How to, how to Talk to Your Right-Wing relatives, friends and neighbors, you see I'm talking to my neighbor Eric Hayes. He's on, well he's somewhere close around here. And uh, I talk to him very well. We get along. There's the there is the there is the book. Uh, please go ahead and get it at Amazon. If you don't if you want to cut out the middleman, get it at our store, please do. slash store Support us on Patreon politicsonright.com slash patron I'd like to get to hey why don't you guys try to get me to 150 patrons this weekend can you anybody can I think I'm at 140 can I get 10 patrons Uh, can I get 10 patrons and 10 youtubers here how do we get your youtubers either click the join button or go ahead and click Politicsunright.com Slash YouTube If you have friends Tell them Hey Support a progressive show That gives just the truth Nothing but the truth Go to Politicsunright.com Slash YouTube And of course You can support us At PayPal Politicsunright.com Slash PayPal Folks Thank you so kindly For being here I know there are many Other places that you could be But you're here With me My name is Egberto Willis This is Politicsunright and, and you know how I end this baby I am what Out With our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join. I'm Robert Conti, Chief of the Metropolitan Police Department.
0: Unfortunately, traffic fatalities are up in the district, and I need your help to reverse
2: this trend. Seatbelts save lives and reduce the risk of death or injury. Click it or tick it.
1: 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
2: Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball.